Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. You good? It, it's only February. Get up. Football starts in like three months. Just kidding. Oh, more like six <laughs> I just said that to wake you up. This uh. This offseason's a long slumber. I'm not. And it's only... F- you You understand that the Super Bowl was this month. Literally 26 days ago. Or 24 days ago. It was still this month. Don't worry, I got the XFL to watch. You were, you were like le- literally telling me last week how much you liked the XFL. I didn't watch a game this weekend and I realized... They're gonna they're gonna crash and burn because no one they, they can't hold an audience. No, the NFL holds an audience. I don't know how they do it. Anyway, it's it's Thursday, February twenty seventh. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon right across from me. Uh, today in this episode, we're gonna we're gonna give you a quick question, interesting question. Um, but uh, we will play a game. I, I told you on the last podcast, yes. we're gonna play a game of Would You Rather. And we're My gonna talk favorite about game. Several players. From last season, for who we'd rather in twenty twenty, who we'd rather have in twenty twenty. Um, so some interesting guys. They finished close to each other this year. We'll see who we want for next season. Um, before we get into the quick question, check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the FF Champs on Twitter at the Fantasy Champions on Instagram. Like us on Facebook, uh, and then uh, subscribe wherever you listen. So, uh, click the bell on YouTube for notifications. Leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. Um, let's move into the quick question. Are you ready for this? I, I always ready. forget to hit my timer. Not that I follow it, but. <laughs> Just yeah, like you follow it. Yeah, I'd never follow it. Um, is it okay? Is it okay to change the name of your fantasy team midway through the season? Is it okay? Sure, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, go ahead. If you want to get roasted. <laughs> people who change their name midway through the season. Oh, no. They're weak. They're weak-minded. Weak-minded. You pick, you pick it, and you stick it. Pick it and stick it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We got to name a segment that this pick year. Pick it and stick Just it. Pick it and stick it. Yeah. You pick your name, you stick with it. If you want to change it in the offseason, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's totally fine. Yeah. Midway through the season, who am I playing this week? Oh, I'm playing Jonathan's team, uh, the Cowboy Lovers. Oh, that's weird. Wait a minute. We don't have Cowboy lo- Wait, Who's it's not. The, this who is, are the Cowboy Lovers? What? Oh, and then you check in. And then you check in. It's yeah. It's well, you just don't again, do it. Just changing his name for the. You understand stage. how lame you, you you sound if you change your name midseason? So true. Again, weak minded. Weak. He's <laughs> <laughs> like you've already won just before the name change. Yes. <laughs> uh yeah no I'm gonna say no I think that is awful and stupid. Yeah. It's so. This is like the most like, unnecessary thing. So here's and we a, shouldn't begin I this mad it, about it. But I, I don't find even care. it. I find it. I find it so stupid because like. I don't refer to playing other people in my league by their names. I refer to them by the team name for some reason. I don't know if you do that. Even me? Yeah. I don't say I'm playing Rick. I say, well, you know what? Maybe because your name's so freaking long. Yeah. But shorter names like the Pirates. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, for some reason, like. Mad Ants. I just have always. <laughs> but I'm like, and then it gets confusing because like we let, two, we let, I think it was two new people in our league this year. So they're new and they have new names and you got to get used to the new names. 
Right. And then you have this one guy changing his name all season long. Probably like four or five times. Yeah, and I'm like, times. dude, can you stop? I don't know who I'm playing anymore. Yeah. Like you, what, you're when was this me, new team entered in our league? Me click on your team. It's like clickbait. I gotta go on your team. Yeah, just, just to find to, out just who to see you who are. are. Yeah, exactly. It's so annoying. Oh, it's so unnecessary. Stop, stop changing your name midway through the season. I'm gonna make a rule. <laughs> you get eliminated. It's like an unnecessary. Automatically rule. eliminated. I don't know. Man. <laughs> Banned from the league. Oh, dude, that's that's too much. If you are listening to this podcast on YouTube and you can comment, uh, let us know if you uh, agree or disagree with this because it, it is horribly annoying. Yes. Um, but anyway, we thought we'd uh, start off with a lighter question and before starting the show. Um, let's move into would you rather fantasy okay. football? Would you rather 2020? I guess we'll do this every year. Why the frick not? Yeah. Sounds good. Why not? And then pick it and stick it. Pick it and stick Write it. Write that out down on your notes, man. That's add, good. Pick, pick it and stick it. And stick it. <laughs> Anybody who has anything to do with sticks that wants to advertise on our podcast, we will totally use <laughs> that segment to advertise. If you're like a if you're like a tree removal service, <laughs> we will we will let you advertise. It has nothing to do with fantasy sports whatsoever. But pick it and stick it. Let's go. It's like a it's like a it's like a fantasy basketball network advertising on our channel. Yeah. Pick it and stick it. Pick hey, and I mean, roll. Whatever works. Fantasy recognizes fantasy. I guess so. Um so let's move into would you rather twenty twenty. Um we're gonna start off with one interesting one and I, I find it I it it really I feel like for a couple of these it's going to be a it depends on what happens. Correct. So we're going to play assumptions. We'll play both assumptions with this particular one. But anyway. Okay. It's Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. Now, wh- who is the quarterback? So this is the first. Let's start, let's start with, we'll start with part one. Jameis Winston comes back. This is the hardest one for me out of all these questions with Jameis Winston. I'm going to say Chris Godwin. I think I'm going to say Chris Godwin. It hurts me to say that. Good. And it, I'm like very Good. torn on that one because I think Evans is going to have the bigger games, I think more bigger games. Um, yeah, he'll have like monster Godwin 30s. will be more consistent, I think. It, if Winston comes back this year, yeah. I don't think there's going to be much of a difference from what it was last year. Mm-hmm. So both guys will be good. Um Evans has historically been injured more often, though. Godwin, I don't think he's ever had a major injury. I just love making like, a drop for pick it and stick it. <laughs> Gosh, you're, still, <laughs> anyway, you're still thinking about that? I'm still thinking about it. Um, <laughs> but, so, to me, if Winston comes back, both guys will be good. I'd probably take Godwin, though, just because I think he's going to be healthier and will be more consistent. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't... Actually, that's a good point with the health. I think something that I found in my research of Bruce Arians last year was that when he was coaching the Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald did very similar things yep. to what, what um, Mike Evans did this year. It's this explosion, gets a lot of targets, but only explodes in certain games and has good games and bad games and inconsistent. John Brown became a really great fantasy wide receiver back in the day when he was playing in the Bruce Arian system, right? Was it John Brown or was it someone else? It might have been someone else. 
Could be wrong. There was two know. wide receivers. There was though. two wide receivers, yeah. but the slot wide receiver was a lot more efficient in the Bruce Arian system. Chris Godwin is the slot wide receiver. That's not changing. He's not moving to the outside. Right. Mike Evans isn't going to be traded. Like they're there. They're staying there. You have to make the choice. You've got to make the decision. Now, I have a quick question for you. Uh, would you be willing to have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on the same fantasy oh, yeah. team? If Jameis Winston is there, yes. Okay. Would you start them both in the same week? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, you're, you know what? You know what? You might hit both, or you might get one. Either way, you're getting you're an probably, average of 15 yeah. points from either one of those guys. But anyway, so to answer the question, I'm going to have to agree with you and go with Chris Godwin, not because I had Chris Godwin, okay. but because Chris Godwin is the slot receiver. That's assuming Winston comes back. Right. Does it change if they go after a Tom Brady slash Phillip Rivers? So if they get Rivers or Brady, I think it actually makes... No, I see. I disagree. You didn't even... Let me finish. Oh, sorry. It makes picking Godwin more obvious. More obvious. Yeah, you know what? I I actually... You still disagree? um, No, I don't disagree. (laughs) I agree with that. I thought you were going to say I like Mike Evans more. I'm like, no. Because because, uh, Brady and Rivers are not going to throw the ball 60 yards down the field. They both cater to the slot. Correct. Both of them. So that'll be a good thing for Godwin. The the big thing, I, I think... I don't know that you would see... Brady and Phillip Rivers throwing the ball as much as Winston did. I don't think so either. If you're telling me Phillip Rivers is the Buccaneers quarterback, which I think he will be. I think it's going to be Phillip Rivers. Um, Interesting. I don't don't want to have both wide receivers. If it's Winston, I want to have both wide receivers. You don't think uh, the Miami Dolphins are sweating to get Phillip Rivers right now? He better not be. What's the point? (laughs) To have three old quarterbacks. Let's have Fitzpatrick, Josh Rose, and Phillip Rivers and somebody we draft. Justin Herbert is <laughs> the Dolphins. It's like, what dude. are you doing? No, I don't think I don't think he's going to Miami. Yeah, I think in either situation you pick Godwin, but if it's Winston, it's a little bit closer. Yes, no, I think if, I think if it's Winston to me, it's a coin flip. To me, Godwin has to be higher than Mike Evans in, in rankings. Yes, and I think he will be. Um, I'm I'm concerned about Mike Evans. I really am. What round are you willing to draft him in? Uh. Probably late third. Late third, early early fourth. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's a good value. Um, If he's falling back into the fifth, sixth round this year, Evans, I'm all over it. Oh yeah, he won't. He won't. He won't be there. No, he'll he'll be a third. At worst, he'll be a fourth. And I would take him in the fourth. I think as a high end third round pick. Like similar uh, to was he? See, that's my thing. Is that I'm last not ta- year I'm probably not taking him. At the last top year of the he was round. an early third rounder. Yeah, I'm not taking him at the top of the third. Me neither. Even with Winston, right? I just can't. I I, I love Mike Evans, and he's still young. He's a great player. He's 26 years old. He might be better than I think. I think he's better than Chris Godwin as oh, a player. Oh, for sure, for sure. As a player, he's better than Chris Godwin. I think he'll remain. Everyone talks about who's the wide receiver one there. He'll remain the number one wide receiver in that offense. It's just, just numbers wise. Numbers wise, I think Godwin is just going to be better. Fantasy wise, yeah. Fantasy wise, so. Um, We'll obviously see as the season goes along if Chris Godwin was a flash in the pan. Right. But Chris Godwin right now should be ranked higher than Mike Evans. And as of today, yes. I'm taking Chris Godwin. You are taking Chris Godwin. Let's move on to the next one. Would you rather have Mark Ingram or Nick Chubb? Um, I get both sides of this, but um, and Cream Hunt is coming back, correct? Yes, sir. Um, so that makes because some people might be like, well, it's obviously Nick Chubb. 
But with Kareem Hunt coming back yeah. and the amount that the Ravens run the ball, mm. it is very – this is actually pretty close, but I'm still going to say Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb has more potential. Um, he's the better of the two running backs. Right. And even when Kareem Hunt was there, Chubb was still getting 20-plus carries. It does limit his ceiling of being in the same class as what I think he could have been, mm-hmm. which is like that – like Zeke Elliott uh, – Dev, Dalvin Cook area maybe not as good as those guys but in the same right, class at right, least right. I don't think he's going to be that with Kareem Hunt there because of his targets right it's going to lower his value maybe like a third round guy okay um but I would still take him over Ingram it's close it's closer than people think but I would take Chubb yeah I was I was going to say I was going to say this one seemed a little bit for even though they I think in standard, I mean, in half PPR leagues, Mark Ingram scored like 115 and Nick Chubb scored like 117. I mean, not 217 and 215. So, oh, so they were only they two were like two point difference. Yeah. So when I looked at that, I'm like, if you were to just ask that without saying the numbers, more people would say Chubb. Chubb. Yeah. I I don't know what the Ravens are doing with the running back position, and that is my concern with Ingram, is that I think he is. They're exactly the same player. Just about. They're close, yeah. I think Chubb is a little better. He's a little better of a pass catcher. I think they're the same in the running department. Like I think Nick Chubb's more talented. He's bigger. He's bigger and more talented well, than Ingram's Marcus. big, but like height and size. Chubb is right, big. right, right. Right. I think just for me, if you were to take the height, size, all that stuff out of it and just say talent, like Nick Chubb, obviously. Yeah. For me, I think I think Ingram. I'm concerned that they want to go like they have this young running back in Justice Hill. Yep. I think they like Gus Edwards, but I I don't see him being a large part of that offense really ever. Um and I think Justice Hill is probably the biggest threat to what Mark Ingram is doing. Correct. I think so too. And if they want to try to get cuz what was he a fourth round pick in fantasy? No, in real life Justice Hill. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. if he if he if they want to get him more involved in the offense that's obviously going to hurt Mark Ingram. Now, Mark Ingram is one of those capped by – he doesn't catch a lot of balls, so he's capped by his efficiency on the ground. If he doesn't score a touchdown, he's got he's to get 120 yards rushing in order to get a good fantasy week, a decent one. So you're capped by touchdowns. What people thought this year is that Lamar Jackson would score all the rushing touchdowns. He did not. He, get right. a lot, he got a lot of rushing touchdowns, don't get me wrong, but he can get as many as people thought. Um, and Mark Ingram had, I think, around 15. Is that right? Somewhere in that it was a lot, yeah. So he had a lot of rushing touchdowns. I remember reading an article by Mike Taglier from Fantasy Pros, and he was saying, don't draft Mark Ingram because Mark Ingram is not going to be – I'm not ragging on Mike Taglier. He's a great fantasy analyst. Yeah. But uh, he said that Mark Ingram is not going to get the opportunity running the football as, you know what I mean, um, in the red zone because of Lamar Jackson's ability to rush it into the red in the end zone uh, when he's – playing from the red zone. So uh, basically you would say Mark Ingram is going to be capped by his touchdowns and he's not going to be as valuable as people thought. A lot of what the Ravens did offensively shocked us all. Right, yeah. So um, I don't know if he can continue that, if he can continue that. We'll have to see. I'm going to take Nick Chubb because I know what Nick Chubb is in that offense. Like even when Kareem Hunt was there and he was pass catching – it really didn't affect what Nick Chubb was doing at all. He still got his three to four targets. He still got his you know work on the ground. He was a very good running back last year, and I think Nick Chubb is is good. Now, do you think the I'll take Nick Chubb here, but do you think the value of Nick Chubb is going to 
go down now that this news of Kareem Hunt possibly coming back and playing? Do you think his value is going to go down a little bit? To yes, I do. Okay. I think it will a little bit. Might drop him like a round. I honestly don't know why Kareem Hunt is coming back. Well, I don't either. I don't either. He could honestly go back to the Chiefs. Just go, <laughs> I know. Like, he could get a starting job in the NFL as a full-time running back and be totally, like, elite. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why he's going back to Cleveland. But anyway, yeah, I would take Nick Chubb. Yeah. It's so not, two. I, for me, it's, like, not super close either. Really? I, I don't think it's as close as Godwin or Evans, in my opinion, but... It's closer than like the average like, person. How many spots do you think you would separate them in rankings, Ingram and Chubb? Not based on last season's standings, but like, like spots over like between like running back rankings or running overall back, running rankings? back rankings. Probably like three, three or four. See, I'm gonna say like five or six. Okay. I just think Damn. I think Mark Ingram's an RB two, and Nick Chubb is an RB one. Even with Hunt there. Even with Hunt there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like I said, that Chubb really didn't change all that much later no. in the season. No, he didn't. So, but his um, he, he did get less targets. He was involved a little bit in the passing game, but not as much as he was in the beginning of the season. Right. Uh, number three, Julian Edelman or Cooper Cup. Another interesting one, and it very much matters the variables here because it's. Okay. I think it's very obvious. Assume if, Tom Brady returns. Then I think I have to go Julian Edelman. It's interesting. close. Interesting. But as long as Brady and Edelman are together, I think Edelman will get a lot of targets a game. It is close though because like I think Edelman is. I, I say this the wide receiver three. I know I understand that, and I say this all the time, that uh, Edelman is getting old. No, yeah, he's older than people think he is. He's like thirty-five for, for a wide receiver. Or thirty-four or something. Most like guys that. drop off at like thirty-three. Sad part is Brady's like ten years old. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> different position though too. They're like they're like one relies on athleticism, friend. the other doesn't. They're best friends, and one could babysit the other. I know. Um, not that quarterback doesn't rely on athleticism, right, 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 but right. you get what I'm saying. Uh, it, this one Does is. Does age change your opinion at all? Because you said you take Julian Edelman. I know it. It does hurt, but again, I think as long as Brady and Edelman are there, again, there's a, this one has the most factors because what are the Patriots doing in that offense too? Are they adding other people? I don't think it matters. I think it does. See, what what makes you think Brady's just going to throw to more assets because he had him last year? I think if they had A.J. Green on the team, that takes away. Like, but, like, the season before. Like, when, when Antonio Edelman, Brown was on the team, right. Edelman wasn't getting 12-plus targets a game. When Julian Edelman played the 12 games he played last year, he played them with Rob Gronkowski in the lineup. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he still was a wide receiver. He was he was pacing as a low-end wide receiver one, which is what he, what he did last, like, this year. I think, so, what I would say with this, if the Patriots do absolutely nothing. They're the exact same team. With Tom Brady? I think I would actually take Julian Edelman um, because I think Brady would end up throwing to Edelman just like 12, 13 times a game, and I love Cooper Cup, but Brandon Cooks is not going to have the same year he just did. Right, right. Um, it's not going to happen. Robert Woods, second half of the season, Robert Woods was big. Cooper Cup did most of what he did finishing third in the first half of the season. Um and not that I, again, I love Cooper like Cup, but bad, he had like five bad weeks, and then later in the season he picked it up. Yeah, he did pick it up a little bit at the end when they started uh, giving the talk. Now, if the Patriots and I, I don't think this is going to happen. Like, I don't think the first scenario is going to happen. If the Patriots do anything else, if Brady leaves, if they add, I think an AJ Green or a big name receiver. Okay. I I think I switch to Cooper Cup. 
But if everything stays the same, I'm taking it on. See, because of all the variables involved, whether he's going to have Tom Brady or not, the fact that the fact that he's old, and the other side of it is that if they bring Tom Brady back, I, I don't think Brady goes back without assets. So you have to assume the assets are going to come in. So I mean, for maybe me, for me, I'm thinking Cooper Cup is going to be the guy. He's younger. He was number three in fantasy football this year, and even if he regresses, he's probably going to be seven or eight. Do I think Julian Edelman is still that sturdy wide receiver, high and wide receiver too, on a week to week basis? Yes, but I think Cooper Cup has a higher ceiling. Like he has the ability to have much larger weeks on a more consistent basis, and I think that it's clear this season made it clear that Cooper Cup to to Jared Goff is his number one. Which I yeah, I've been saying that for two two years now. So I think Cooper Cup is just a better option over mm-hmm. Julian Edelman. I'm curious, um where's my phone? I'm curious to see where they are drafted. Oh, I can't look I was gonna look it up for you, but I can't I can't do that. I don't um, even know what I did with my phone. Your pockets? I checked them all. It's, it's all right. Whatever. It's probably cup. Cup's probably higher, but I don't know. It's close. Those guys are. That's a good question. Like that was that. Was, this, is a, this is a good debate. I think Edelman. Um, if he plays next year with Brady, he's still gonna be getting all the targets in the world. Who? Uh, Edelman. Edelman. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. And my thing you. is, Cup might not get. He's gonna get a lot of targets, but again, he still played with all three wide receivers though. So what makes you think that he's not gonna get the targets? Um, he didn't really play with it. It's the hard questions. And Cup had a very healthy season last year. He usually doesn't. So right now, Cooper Cup is 210 in 12-team. Pick. Oh, wow, that's high. Pick. Tw- um, that's higher than I thought. Yeah. So that means he's like pick 22, 3, 4. Uh, he was he was the wide receiver three, like I said. Yeah. Whereas Julian Edelman's value is is in the toilet right now. Um, where are you, Julian? Where are you? That's probably on the assumption too with Brady gone. Because if Brady's gone, Edelman, like he'll get drafted, but it'll be late. Yeah. Like it's gonna be a huge drop. Where is Julian Edelman? My goodness. He might not even be on the list. It might be like one of those things where it glitches out. Yeah. Oh, right now he's seven twelve. Oh wow. Yeah. So. That value right there. And you know what? If if Brady doesn't I, come back, it'll be lower. Taking it draft, might be even lower than Taking that. draft out of it, I would take Cooper Cup over Julian Edelman next year. Putting draft into it, I would probably take Julian Edelman. Oh, I would way Just rather because, take Edelman. Yeah. Because of the value. Like, right. you can get him, and he doesn't even have to be a starter on, on week one. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Cooper Cup here. Because it's would you rather, and we're not talking about would you rather draft. We're just talking about would you rather have this player in 2020. So I'll take Cooper Cup um, just because of the youth and the fact that they target the crap out of him um, when he's playing. And, and obviously, uh, Jared Goff loves him. So I, I think the other thing is, too, is do you expect – if they get rid of Todd Gurley, which is highly unlikely, do you expect him to throw the football a little bit more? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. The Rams just so were so disappointing this past year. I know. I, well, <laughs> Cooper Cup wasn't though. <laughs> yeah, he he, was he had some bad weeks, but I really do think that he was a slightly. He was really up and down. But anyway, uh, let's move on to the next one. This should be an interesting little debate. Yeah. I actually, for the first couple, I thought I knew. I thought we would agree on Chris Godwin. I thought we would agree on Nick Chubb. I thought we might agree on Cooper Cup. 
We did. I mean, I it's, kind of. I'm I'm pretty much saying cup unless you're like putting, everything stays the you're same. You're putting like Julian Edelman equals sign <laughs> Cooper right. Cup. Any any other scenario, it's cup. Yeah. But if it stays the same, it's I think Edelman. I think if you're shooting, just a, a final point on this. If you're shooting for consistency, I would take Julian Edelman. Which is one of I think injuries and consistency. I do take a big factor. Okay. Which, yeah. Whereas Cooper Cup, I thought he might be more consistent because usually. Slot where like Chris Godwin, perfect slot receiver, perfect example because I have a hair in my mouth. I was gonna say what? <laughs> a perfect example because Chris Godwin is a slot receiver and he was he didn't have as big as a big like he had some big boom games, but he wasn't as big a boomer as Mike Evans was. Yeah, he wasn't as old. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but Chris Godwin was more consistent. He had those 12, 13-point weeks and half PPR that you need to get you by certain teams, and then he would have those big 25, 30-point weeks where you know you have these huge games and you're able to crush teams with them. So I think I think for Julian Edelman, you're not going to see those. He had like a 25-point game this year, but if you were to look at his season, that, yeah. if you were to look at his season on, uh, I'm gonna I'll go check it out on Player Profiler, but if you if you look at his season, he didn't have a lot of games really over like 21 or 22 fantasy points. Um, this is half PPR, so I, I don't know what I'm about to find out. But he had one, two, three, four, five games over 20 points, and the rest of the season he was under 20 points. And that's in PPR. So you can say in half PPR he probably only had two to three games under 20 points. I mean over 20 points. So, I mean, for me, Cooper Cup had those monster, like, 30-point weeks. Julian Edelman doesn't get those, but Julian's more consistent. Yeah. Now, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson is the next would-you-rather. You know who I'm going to take. Uh, it's Patrick Mahomes. That's right, and I can see the disgust in your face. I'll tell you why. Using your logic, quarterbacks typically usually don't finish He's not seasons wrong. back-to-back. Give me a minute. I gotta. I gotta brace myself. No, I just say Lamar Jackson so we can have an argument. <laughs> All right, fine. I know. I know you want to say Lamar I gotta, Jackson. I gotta think about it. I think quarterbacks usually don't finish. I mean, and we've used statistics to back this up. And last year, I wrote an article. Actually, you're giving me a dirty face right now. Well, <laughs> you just give me like a death you stare without realizing it. You can't ever listen. Just let me talk, okay? This is a all right. Is this a valid reasoning, or are you are you? No, this is a legitimate. Is this, I mean, it's partly it's partly my heart, but it's <laughs> it's like it's so 40, funny. It's like forty percent brain, sixty percent heart. After the Super Bowl, I saw uh, I saw some Mahomes hate in your eyes. Yeah, and it I did. felt good. It was like you were joining the dark side. I was like, yes, yes. you know, it's more hate for Chiefs. Use that hate. I never, I had never hated the Chiefs before. After the Super Welcome. Bowl, I started to hate the Chiefs. Welcome. But I still will always love Mahomes. Andy Reid got a Super Bowl though, so that's yeah. funny. Good for him. Anyway, um, I wrote an art- like I said, I wrote an article last year talking about showing the history of previous quarterbacks who yeah. finished number one, and then the next season. I mean, you can go back like 15 years, and they usually don't. I think Aaron Rodgers was the only guy that did it back to back. Yeah, um, and I don't even remember if he did it. Yeah, I think he was like first, then second. I'm not sure if he was ever back to back. Like back to back top three finishes don't happen. Right, it's very rare. Lamar Jackson finished number one last year. Um, so, you know, just put that out there. Uh, another concern for Lamar, I think, is injuries. I do think 
there's a good chance Lamar gets injured next year, um, which, you know, it sucks. I don't want to wish injury upon anybody, but just the way he plays, right? Um, where he gets out of the pocket that much. I mean, even it, I'm not even saying it's like I'm, I'm not saying he's gonna break his leg, but he could sprain his ankle and miss like two to four weeks. Yeah, yeah. Or have yeah, like yeah. a minor injury, like That's Deshaun what, Watson Mahomes type injury. Popped his kneecap. And right. I mean, some something like a it Mahomes have been type the injury. Difference, but and then if you look at Mahomes. Uh, he didn't finish in the top five last year. He yeah. also missed, as you said, two weeks. Uh, I think it's he's very, very possible that he maybe not finishes number one. I mean, there's a good chance neither both these guys don't finish number one. I think next year. Yeah. I think it could be some random guy like Josh Allen, not Josh Allen, but some some random player. Um, but I do think the chances of Mahomes finishing in the top three next year. I think unless yeah. he gets a legitimate injury, he will finish in the top three next year. Yeah. I think Lamar Jackson too. If he, I mean, as long as he doesn't get hurt, won't finish in, or will finish in the top three. But I think he will get hurt. Like I'm betting on that he will get. He yeah. will miss at least a few weeks. I would not two or three disagree weeks. with that. I'm I'm gonna have to say I thought about it. So so right now, I'll just give you a ADP so you have it in your mind. Uh, Lamar Jackson two oh six. Patty Mahomes three oh three. That's Mahomes, close. Mahomes in fantasy football last year was absurd. It was obviously the touchdowns. Two years ago, you know. Two years ago, yeah. Sorry. Um, and even the start this season. Yeah, he was fantastic. 30 points, 30 points, 30 points. So it was like, that's what you want. Um, he did slow down. I think the Chiefs are changing. They're morphing into a new type of offense. And I don't think people have realized this yet, that it hasn't clicked for them. Yeah. Um, and it's why they won the Super Bowl. It's why they are they were as good as they were. And it's because they were, well, actually the Super Bowl was a little bit different. I think that was just Will, sheer Will and Hart. But um, I think as you watch them throughout the postseason, they started to play a little bit slower. They know they lose when they don't control the clock. They know that. Andy yeah. Reid knows that. And so when this year what they started doing, first couple weeks of the season they came out firing. Yep. All cylinders ablaze. And then I think I think as they I think they went like was it five and three to start the season or yeah it wasn't it wasn't great so I think what I think what Andy Reid did was he said we're going to slow the offense down a little bit we're not going to go as high speed unless we have to Um, and you saw against Houston when they they had to to. they they started ripping points off even against the Forty Niners in the Super Bowl and they have that right they have that ability to that's why no lead is safe and it takes. It takes seeing that happen. Like the Patriots saw it and survived twice last year <laughs> somehow. And then this year, you know, you saw Houston saw it. They were getting cocky, thought they were up, and they were going to crush this team and go, imagine, imagine had they won that game. I mean, the Chiefs would, would be in a completely different conversation right now. But I think, I think what's interesting is that they slowed the game down. Now, the point of that is with them slowing the game down, Mahomes isn't going to score three, four touchdowns a game. He's not a high. He did throw five thousand yards two years ago, but the way he, the way that offense runs, the way he plays, he's not a guy that's going to get three hundred and fifty, four hundred yards a game. He gets more like two hundred to two hundred and fifty. What what really kills people is the absurd amount of touchdowns he throws. And so I think I think for Patrick Mahomes next season. It's going to be a question of how fast do they move that offense, and if they move that offense wicked, like it's it's the same that it was two years ago, yeah. then he might have the ability to throw fifty touchdowns again. And if that's the case, I for sure want him on my fantasy team. 
Problem is, he's 303, and I'm, I don't draft quarterbacks high, so I'm not. You're not gonna, taking either of these guys. Yeah, I, I, we'll have to see as the offseason goes along. Do people uh, do people look at Patrick Mahomes and say, "Oh, he finished number seven? Like, how did that happen? Number six? How did that happen? Right? I think that could have been in play if they didn't win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think the reason why he's so high is that now Lamar's 206. He's a second rounder. Yeah, which is absurd. He's gonna be a second round pick. I agree with you. I think. I actually don't want either one of these guys this year. I just, I'm, like, uh, yeah, I, I honestly, I, I, I really don't. I, I'm just because like, of where they're getting drafted. It sounds right? so ridiculous because they're going to be like, right, for me right now, ranking number one is Lamar. Ranking number two is like Patrick Mahomes. Like that's going to be, a thing. Right. it's going to be either one of those guys. Yeah. If Lamar plays a whole season, his ceiling is so, I mean, his, his floor is so high that it's yeah. like. At worst, he's gonna he's gonna bust like once next year if he yeah, plays all sixteen. Just because of how much he runs, the, and that would probably be a game that they like blow a team right, out. Right. Like I think one of the games this year he scored ten fantasy points, and that was because they had three rushing touchdowns for like Start the game, Ingram yeah, and they, the Gus Bus, and then they just stopped playing. Yeah, right. So um, I think I think Mahomes. Now this is my big thing is I was excited about Mahomes this year. I was like yes, because he thought maybe you could get him in the fifth or sixth round. Right. But. And I just that's not, that's not going to happen. I think the value is going to stay the same on Mahomes. He's going to be like Rodgers. He might end up being the quarterback one this year, but to me, is he worth drafting in the third round? No, I I don't like. <laughs> I just don't see that as valuable yeah. to me. Um, and Lamar, I I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I don't know who can come out and be a high end year two. We'll we'll tell you who we think in three months is going to be that guy that's Lamar Jackson or Patrick Holmes or, mm. um, you know, even even to some extent, Dak Prescott. I mean, from year yeah. to year, like Russell there might Wilson. Not be, Russell Wilson was the QB5, and Russell Wilson was drafted in, like, the 12th round. Dak was yeah. undrafted. Lamar was undrafted in a lot of leagues. There might not be, like, a Mahomes or a Lamar this year, but there might be a Dak. Yeah, right. So it's like, you know that's going to happen. This is why streaming is becoming more and more of a thing for me because I just don't trust it. I don't, I don't trust drafting a quarterback and blindly – I want to like. There's not a lot of things. Fantasy football is like. Some people say, "Oh, it's all luck. It's all luck." Just, just you time. get triggered when. People oh, I say hate that. when people <laughs> say that because you can put work. Like it takes it takes knowledge, ability, and like for me to be a top three team every year. Yeah, it takes work. Like that takes right. like time and effort. You could have theoretically auto drafted though. McCaffrey, they won a championship, right? Michael right, Thomas, right? right. Uh, who's a good third round pick, Aaron Jones. But like teams that do that and blindly win a championship, yeah, right. And they just they auto drafted, then they looked at the team. Oh, my team looks really good. And like, yes, you can luck out and win a championship and do that. Yes, that's fine. You're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to do out, that though. year in. You year might get out. lucky one year, right? You might. So I, I, we have a team in our league that mocks me for the amount of work that I put in to try to win, and then I don't win, and they just mock me even further. <laughs> it gets, it's so fancy football. I love it's funny it. for everybody else. I love it. It really is. <laughs> it's because I'm the commissioner. I'm telling you right now. You all, you all think I rigged the league. You really do. You think I rigged it, but if I rigged it, I would have won already. So yeah, stupid. that's true. That is true. So next time you complain, you know what I realized? All sports, the commissioner is hated. Every single one. Baseball, hockey, football, basketball, every single commissioner is hated. And then in fantasy football or in fantasy sports, the commissioner is always hated. Being a commissioner is not an easy job, people. Anyway, I don't know who I take. I literally didn't answer the question after that 20-minute monologue. And your answer I guess, is? I guess I would say Patrick Mahomes. Oh, wow. Did the, not think we'd agree on that one. Because of the injury situation with okay. Lamar. Interesting. You talked first, so you convinced. Yeah, I guess so. 
I just, I really was hoping that I would be able to snag Patrick Mahomes in the sixth round and get away with it. I'm so mad that he's a third rounder right now. We'll have to see. He'll probably yeah. go up. He'll probably end up being right after. Like, you know what's going to happen? Lamar's going to get drafted like 205, and there's going to be a run on quarterbacks. I know. <laughs> so we're we're going to be drafting all the really good players while people waste their time on quarterbacks. Anyway, final question. Final, would you wa- Would you rather? Would you wada? Would you wada? Have Darren Walla or Mark Andrews? Yeah, I'd rather have Gronk. <laughs> um, I'd rather have Gronk. I miss you. I'd rather have Waller on this one. Okay. Um, and this one, actually, out of everyone, I think is the most decisive, in my opinion. Really? Yes. I thought this was really close. I, I, um, Andrews, to me, I think is going to be up and down next year. He was up and down this year. He scored a lot off touchdowns. There's three tight ends that they use, though, in that offense. Waller, on the did other you hear hand... the news that they're going to trade one of those? They want to trade one okay. of those tight ends. I did not hear that, but... So two 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 tight ends. Um, <laughs> not that it matters. Waller, to me, I think he was the main target for part of the season last year. The only reason yeah. Darren Waller wasn't like on the same level as like Kelsey mm-hmm. and... Uh, touchdowns. It, right, it was touchdowns. And I think that can very well change this upcoming season. And who knows? Maybe they get Tom Brady, and is that a good thing for Waller? Because I think it is. Tom Brady oh, loves throwing the tight fantastic. ends. So I their whole me, offense is predicated around the tight end position too. Right? Yeah, I I think it's Darren Waller. I for sure would take Darren Waller as well. Uh, not because I have a Waller in my shorts you do. all the time, but because I I liked Mark Andrews going into this year, and I I still like Mark Andrews. I think he's a good talent. I just as Lamar improves, and as Marquise Brown improves I think that Mark Andrews is just going to be targeted less yeah you yeah know what I mean it's just no I that's a good point he's he's a guy that's just gonna he, I think he's just gonna be tossed to the waist like he won't be fully like, tossed what? like he'll be using the red zone and that will help with like so he'll still get touchdowns but his yards and receptions I think might go down Marquise Brown one of the fastest running backs in the draft class receiver one of the fast he could have been a running back. <laughs> one of the fastest wide receivers in the draft class last year um, what, what are what are the Baltimore Ravens kind of replicating their offense around? Well, Chiefs Kansas a little City, bit, Chiefs I guess. A yeah. little bit, yeah. So um, I don't think. I mean, hey, maybe maybe you know if they're modeling their offense around the Chiefs system, Mark Andrews is a part of that. He's the Travis Kelsey yeah. of the Baltimore Ravens. Maybe I just looked at him this year and I thought there was this up and down. He had some problems with injuries, um, and I I don't see him as high end as a tight end next year. I think he's a guy that everyone overdrafts, reaches for, and then he ends up crapping his pants and everyone's like, well, why did I draft a tight end that high? Yeah. I don't I agree. do that because I don't draft tight ends high. <laughs> but anyway, right now he is going off the board at five Oh five in 12. Who teams. is this Waller? Uh, Andrews. Oh, Waller. Really? Waller's actually going six Oh seven. So oh, wow. Yeah. See, that's have a day. Uh, but I would take Waller over Mark. Andrews. Uh, I'm also taking Waller there. That's interesting that Andrews is higher. So we would take Waller regularly, and we would take Waller uh, because with he's six oh six. Yeah, with and with Brady. Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think that's all the guys. I was just thinking, like, if the Patriots pick up Hunter Henry or something, do you like him? Because right? obviously, if they if they go out and get a guy, yeah. Well, obviously, back. yeah, Brady. Yeah, I would like Hunter Henry. That's yeah. just a that's a tight end. I thought. would. Sorry, um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I think I think Waller. I really hope there's a positive touchdown regression for Darren Waller. And he just scores 10 touchdowns next year. 
I, I think it's very possible that he gets close to 10. Do you think he can like get rival last year? Travis Kelsey? It depends what else the Raiders what do. Like that, that there would have to be a lot going his the way. The tight end position's never the same. It's like literally Travis Kelsey and that's it. You yeah, know what and I Kittle. mean? Like and Kittle. So but like I just I feel like year to year like Kittle struggled with with injuries. Yeah, that's true. And when we talk about our rankings, we'll go over some of the, the situations with these guys in detail, but um our early rankings shout out soon, very soon. Um, but you know, you, you talk about like guys like George Kittle, he struggled with injuries all season. He did, yes. One guy that's the constant doesn't get hurt, Travis Kelsey. I don't know, maybe an injury's coming, but it just seems to me like it's unlikely that you're gonna see a guy like you know what I mean, like I, the guys that were injured, George Kittle and Mark Andrews, could finish five or six next year, whereas Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey could finish you know, well, Travis Kelsey finished one, but Darren Walker finished two just because he's on the field and he's playing. Or 22. Or 22. <laughs> exactly. It's scary. You don't know. Yeah. The tight end position is such a, you know, uh, who knows? Maybe next year they get a Foster Moreau in their shorts and all of a sudden, you know, Darren Waller's a nobody. Right. But I think guys like Mike Gesicki, too, depending on, you know, maybe they draft, maybe the Dolphins draft Justin Herbert and Mike Gesicki turns into this really big, wide, you know, tight end. You just don't know. The tight end position yeah. change year to year. You really like don't. wide receiver, you, top five guys, you're usually pretty hit on. Top top five running backs, usually you hit on. Um, even like, you know, top five quarterbacks, those are changing from year to year. Um, but it's like tight end is just one of those positions that's so unpredictable. Mm. It's like Ertz. You got draft one late. If you're drafting a tight end, you got to get one of the big ones. You got to get the you got to get the big guns on your team, and then Zach Ertz gets hurt. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like it, it's like you can't trust a tight end position. Even when he was healthy, he wasn't that great. This is why I don't draft quarterbacks and tight ends. They're most uncertain positions in fantasy football. Like literally, I can't. Yeah, you don't know. And that's why running backs are important because typically, like I blind trusted Darren Waller all season. He had some bust games, and yeah. it was bad, but. For me, when I look at the tight end position, like busting is busting. There's a good chance the other team's gonna have a busted tight end too, so yeah. <laughs> you might as well just run it with one guy all season. If you picked up a good tight end, I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, that'll do it for. Would you rather? That was fun. It was interesting. Yeah, maybe we'll was. do another edition of this later in the uh, later in the up. <laughs> I just threw my head. Yeah. It's so weird not hearing myself like speak. Yeah, you just like accidentally threw your headset. Uh, What was I saying? Oh, um, we could do another one. Maybe we could do another one. Maybe later this off season, and we'll have to we'll have to figure that out. But I think this worked. Yeah, it worked. This is one of those ideas I came up with in my. It was good. It was fun. Entertaining. Let's do it. Hopefully, it was entertaining to listen to. Yeah, I'm hungry. I am too. And I want to go get Holy food. cow, am I hungry? So uh don't check don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and uh we'll talk to you yeah, you know, we'll we'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.